Hi, Jay. Hey, Dee. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. It's been a long week with the kid for the first time in school. And yeah. I think we're all trying to adapt to the new normal. So and how's she, how's she doing at school? She's three. She's little. Yeah, she's fine. First day she cried. Um, second day she left without even seeing, saying goodbye. <laughs> Third day... Yeah, she doesn't even. She, she wakes up already saying, "Mama, school, Jenny, now, Mama, school, Jenny, now." So, <laughs> That's cute. So she loves yeah. it. Is she tired? Is she tired yeah. after school? Yeah, she's completely drained. The thing is that, um, well, what comes with school? Fucking virus. Yeah, I know. That's what happened to me last week. <sighs> My little one. Oh, she went in for two days and then she was out for a week and got two other kids sick and got me sick. I like I could not leave the toilet. So that was fun um, while working, you know, uh, and yeah, no, I know I hate it. So six months they're off school. They're at home. They're not sick. One day they go into school. Boom. Sick. Yes. Where is this? What, where's it coming from? I don't know. Where did the other kids got it from if we were meant to be in lockdown? You know what I well, mean? Like, yeah, I mean, some, there's a lot of essential workers working. And so they're going to, you know, and it's just a cold or like a, could be the teachers brought it. It could be anyone. But I'm just thinking, like, did they not wash this, anything at the school for the past six months? They came in and just, like, caught some virus that lives for a year or something? No, apparently they have, like, all these um guidelines that they need to yeah, follow yeah. up. So if a kid is ill, they will put it alone in a room waiting for the parent to pick him up. Oh. Then they will clean and disinfect everything following the government guidelines, guidelines, which if you think how the government has handled this, I'm pretty sure that those guidelines are pretty rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> so I, know. I don't trust them. I don't think that we have enough time to talk about how phenomenally damaged our government is right now there are so many things happening did you hear that they lost the files for grenfell someone deleted them off a laptop and now they're just gone i don't know what's in these files but if listeners if you don't remember i believe it was two years ago tragedy a huge apartment block went up building on fire people were trapped it we were all watching it live and just horrified and you know a lot of people died there were children in there adults a lot of people didn't get out the firefighters are still were you know they're still traumatized by it so it was a major thing and it came all came down to the use of non-fire uh retardant i believe that's the word cladding around the building and um which apparently was used because of its price, its low price. And so because something, you know, that was cheap, the the loss of life really was catastrophic. So apparently the government has lost the files. I don't know what was in these files. I don't know what they contain. I don't know how big this, this group of files are. I don't know what was in it, but apparently they've lost the Grenfell fires off a laptop. They were apparently deleted, which is bullshit. You can get those back. The government should have some IT people. Um, MI5 should have some IT yeah. people that can get that shit back. They're going to have hackers there. But no, apparently they're gone. So I'm pissed off about that already. I'm pissed off about the Good Friday Agreement. I'm pissed off that Boris Johnson is such a petulant child in the PMQs, the Prime Minister questions. Did you see Ed Miliband talking to him the other day? Well, yeah, the one, that, the one that told him... 
everything on his face, like, yeah, oh. Yeah, you're responsible. Take responsibility. Yeah. You're an idiot. Did you see yeah. Boris sitting there going, ugh, ugh, like a oh, wait, old but you know what? The Daily Mail put on their on their website that Gemma Collins was really surprised about the lost weight of Bojo. Are you kidding? That's what the Daily Mail put on the front page instead of saying Boris Johnson is a piece of human excrement. Yes. So Gemma Collins, who's also who's also excrement. What she was in like the only way is Essex and she's messy and she causes drama and she's just a waste of space. I don't know how she's so rich. Who is paying this person to be on things? The inning, I, the people who get famous in England or I don't even get it. Why? And I'm not saying anything about her looks. I don't care what people look like. You can be famous and look however you want. Yeah. But I just, what has she done? Nothing. Nothing. It's like yeah. Katie Price. Do you know Katie Price? Yes, I know her. Yes. Another okay, well, she's not rich now. Society. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently she's not rich anymore. But how did she get rich? She I showed her tits in the in the magazine, in the newspaper. Sorry, not a magazine, but on, like, the stupid newspaper that shows them on page three, a naked woman sitting there with her tits out. <laughs> and then she became a glamour model. And that's my favorite thing is everyone in the UK calls themselves a glamour model. And that just means you pose, you pay someone to take pictures of you. So you pay for professional photos with your top off. And then apparently you can say you're a glamour model, even if nobody looks at them. Gosh. At the picture. Oh my God. That's really sad. I, they treat... The way that women are portrayed in the media and in the UK is, is quite shocking. That would yes. never pass Canada, ever. We are denigrated here. It seems like it seems like we are treated like a piece of meat. You know what I mean? That you can and they, yeah, and people still do and don't see an issue with that. But I think the issue here is in the UK as well. I'm, I'm not ragging on the UK, but it was a major culture shock when I moved here. Is you treat women like shit. And you just make them show their boobs. And if they show their boobs, then they can become famous and they're a glamour model. Fine. And the men think that's okay. And women. And then B, what I hate the most is, have you ever heard men, like youngish English men, who you say like, hey, are you going to come out and get a drink after work? And they're like, oh, I have to ask the missus or, oh, she's the boss of me. You know, oh, and they make jokes yeah. about like their wife, their wives, like running their life. I, I don't think that's funny. And whenever they say, like, I have to ask the missus, I'm like, why? Do you know what I mean? You don't have to ask. I mean, you tell her. And if she's unhappy, go home. But or, oh, you know, the missus, she says this and that. And I just think they. It's an excuse. They don't want to go. It's an excuse. But they also, I think it's rude to the wife. Maybe she doesn't care. Maybe she wants her husband to stay out, especially after COVID, like coronavirus. She's probably like, please stay out. Go away. But who knows? It's just weird. So they put them on like a pedestal and it's like their women are their or their spouses are like their jailer or whatever, their warden. But then at the same time, you turn to page three in a newspaper and there's boobs. Well, it's kind of something similar happened in Argentina. I mean, you have all these famous girls who came out from this TV show called um, Dancing for a Dream. Okay. So it's very. Is it like with the stars or? Yes, yes, or, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I okay. mean, it's a Spanish version of the yeah, dancing with yeah. the stars. So basically, all these famous people go there and dance, and then 
they if they win the show gives money to the charity they were representing <laughs> but they don't care about that it's just this disgusting TV show where famous people go there and they just fight between each other and they talk really nasty things about other people so it's just it's disgusting you know and it's yeah. kind of like the culture that you can see sometimes in the TV here so it, it was it wasn't shocking for me the shock is that I don't know anyone here <laughs> so yeah I don't exactly know what, what's the life why are they famous and but I you know what else these these women here, they go on a on a reality TV show, like say, what's that beach one? I never remember what it's called. Sex on the beach or whatever. Love Beach, Love Beach, Love Island, Love Island. And then they come off Love Island, and then they get ten shows on these TV channels about like they get together with their boyfriend, and they have a show about them getting married. They get they have a kid, and they have a show about them having a kid, and and what life is like no. after. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about these people. I have kids. I don't need some loser who was on Sex on the Beach to show me how they raised their kid. I'm sorry. I don't want anyone, really. I, nobody needs to be showing how they raised But although, remember um, Super Nanny or whatever her name was? Joe Frost? Super Nanny? Uh, she would that- go to people's houses who had, like, their kids were, like, the brattiest, monstrous, like, feral beasts. And the parents would be like, oh, my God. I don't know what's wrong with him. He, like bites the walls and breaks all the doors and you know what happened and so the nanny would come in and just like watch for a minute and the kid would have like a a breakdown and she'd go to the mom well what are you going to do about this and the mom would go i can't handle it i don't know and then nanny frost would like tell the kid hey stop it or whatever she'd like really tell them off and then the kid would be like whatever and maybe stop for a second and then she'd have to sit with the parents after however many days she was there and be like this is what you have to do you have to discipline you have to say no but and the parents were like okay but i bet they never did yeah i've seen that show i mean it was in the usa and we (laughs) got to watch it in um paid um cable oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, i remember i mean yeah yeah i've seen that show but those kids were like beasts. I don't yeah. know where they came from. They were like throwing food into like the pool because it was in the U.S. Give They'd them like to me. No Give thanks. Give them to me. I'll put them straight in. Three no, days. not my problem. No thanks. <laughs> Can't deal with your kid. Get rid. They they have to pay me, of course. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Well, exactly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's, it, the media here is kind of weird. So, have you been watching anything? What have I been? Oh, I watch onwards. <gasps> Did you? Is it good? Yes. I mean, is this the one that Disney says that the character is gay? I don't know. So Simon took the kids to watch that before Corona, before COVID. And I remember even when they were going, I was like, oh, you know, people are talking about this thing. Maybe you shouldn't go. And he was like, whatever, I'm going. And then like a week later, we were locked down when you were here. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. how bad going out but we had made a reservation okay at san carlo fumo and i was not about and they were like oh we're gonna close all the restaurants tomorrow and we were like we better go today and we did it was fine we didn't catch anything we're perfect we're lucky lucky. but um because if i do like i said my my raisin lungs are not gonna do well oh well it's gonna be the end i'm gonna be dead soon (laughs) yeah we were joking yesterday on the phone with dim about um, well, joking and talking quite seriously, it's just that these times are so uncertain at the moment, and it feels so weird because 
there's not much we can hold on to at the moment because before we used to hold on to the idea of oh we're gonna get holidays and we're gonna travel and we're gonna go somewhere but nowadays what are you holding on to guys there's like, nothing to look forward to and we don't mean to bring everyone down but you're thinking yeah oh you know i booked a flight to turkey or whatever in october say um we don't have that to look forward to because we haven't booked anything and now people are going to turkey and people are going on holiday fine whatever i never would but to each their own i'm, I'm not i'm not going to judge them if you some people need to get out of the house like me but um like, yeah, we have nothing. I mean, what, Christmas we can look forward to? And what's that, buying toys for the kids that they're going to play with for five minutes? I hate to be so pessimistic, but Jesus Christ, this is rough. Yeah, it feels really, really um, rough at the moment, like everything. Like, I mean, I'm trying to keep myself positive, but I am kind of like drowning myself into work stuff. And mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel like I'm... Um, I'm putting more than I can take on my plate as well, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm doing it on purpose because, as I said before, I don't have anything to look forward to, and it just come for me to know that I have something to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Why don't but we? Don't why don't healthy. we make a plan that either I'm going to come see you or you're going to come see me when we're allowed and set a date, and then we have something to look forward to. Yes, but when is going to happen? Because when are we going to be released from this lockdown? Well, it's six. Six people can meet up. So there's six. We'll, we'll make it six. Um, but also, I think we should do that. I think maybe we'll, we'll aim for your birthday in October. Yes. Okay. Why don't we do that? Yes, let's do that. Okay, let's well, meet. we'll work it out offline and you feel better and then we can have our fun little podcast from there. But yeah, let's come over for your birthday and we'll have a fun night on your birthday. Okay. Yes. So how was how was onward? Onward. So it's about um so before apparently they used to be magical uh, beings and then people because magic was hard to handle they start creating uh, technology. Mm-hmm. So magicians disappear. Okay, then, so what happened in real life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> is it the story about these two uh, guys which I think they are oh, there, uh, so. They're what? brothers yes brother but i think they're like trolls i don't know i mean they're like yeah they're, I, I, they're trolls they're blue they're yes, blue they're mythological yeah. they're not like human beings yeah. so anyway um the dad dies and then when he dies he left he left behind a wand kind of yeah. like a wand stick or something like that with uh with everything to invoke um a magic spell to bring him back for mm. 24 hours. I think I saw a bit of it and it's only like half of him comes back or something. Yes, half of oh, him comes back. And apparently it's really sad, so don't spoil it. But apparently no. the ending is sad. Well, they they go, they go get into this adventure of yeah. trying to find a stone to make him full. So, yeah, and that's... Oh. Is it worth watching? It made me cry. Yeah, okay, I'll watch it. Um, I still haven't watched Mulan, <laughs> so I was willing to spend twenty pounds to rent it, but Simon downloaded it, so I don't know if I'm going to spend the twenty pounds. I might, I don't know, but I'll let you know when I do, so okay. we can all watch like at the same time because it only you. I think you can only get it for twenty four hours or something. Okay, cool. Let me know. Yeah, and let then you know. we watch it. Um, it is your birthday on this year? Hold on. What do you know? When what? 
day is your birthday on? My day, my birthday is the 21st. Oh, no, I don't know what, what day. day. I um, think the oh, it's me. a Wednesday. So I might have to come the weekend after. The 23rd. Mm. Okay, that's cool. That sounds like a plan. Good. You have something to look forward to. 23rd of October. Bring it. Woo-hoo! Oh, my God. Yeehaw. My spirit has just lifted up. What? <laughs> How easy was that? <laughs> uh, but you're going to have to crap us in your house again. Sorry. It's fine. Okay. Come along. Are we sick? Yes, we are sick. Yeah. We're fine. Perfect. Perfect yeah. number. <laughs> so that's fine. We'll do that then. That sounds good. That's great. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a show called Des on Sky. So mm. it's about, <laughs> no, it's about this killer dude from like the 80s who they like found body parts in the drain of a house. Yeah. And the police were like, oh, okay, whatever. So they arrested the dude. Uh, his name is not Des, but that's his nickname. I, I can't remember his full name. And plus, I don't like to name full name of, you know, prolific murderers. Screw them. And he's like in the cop car. They're like, oh, how many more bodies are we going to find or whatever? He's like, oh, maybe 15 or 16. <gasps> yeah, it's a true story. So he would take boys back to his apartment, like homeless or really poor or like wandering guys um, in London. And he'd murder them. Is this a story about the gay guy who was killing other? Yeah, he was, but they weren't necessarily. So he was kind of saying to them, you know, you're homeless. Do you want to eat something? Let's go out. And then he'd oh, bring yes. him back to his spot and say, let's that's, have a drink. That's not a very old story, though. That's something no, that happened not so long ago. Yeah, so they made a show about it. Oh, my God. No. Why? That's well, it's, a, it's okay. It's an English show. And I was texting my friends the other day and I'm like do they only have five English actors that they put in every goddamn crime show because I swear <laughs> you watch like Line of Duty and this and that and it's the same people Lucifer have you watched Lucifer no no, no. Lucifer no watch the night one with Idris Elba I don't know it's one There's apparently the fall with um, Gillian Anderson from the X-Files everyone's saying it's amazing did you know I she's English no I had no idea I thought she was uh, oh, did you hear her accent I know She's English. So in the fall on Netflix, she's English and she, her accent is just straight up. Wow. So she faked the American accent. For the X-Files. And can I just say she looks better now than she did in X-Files and she looked amazing in the X-Files. And even now she looks amazing. I don't know what. She yeah, made a deal with the age. devil. And uh, yeah, probably. And the, the, Jamie Dorman was his name. He was on Fifty Shades of Grey. Jamie, Jamie Dorman. Yeah. Mm. He's okay. I mean, he's not he's pretty, very hot. He's I pretty hot. He's pretty hot, but I mean, of course, he's hotter than my husband. But oh, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think I'm more in love of Idris Elba. Yeah, I like him a I lot. Like, like a lot. Like I yeah. watch all the Sky uh, apps because he's in there, and I he's watch. Pretty beautiful. And he plays music. He's a, he's the he's the bad boy. I like the bad boys. Apparently. He wrote a play, and me and my friend Sheila went to go see it. And the main guy, for, or one of the guys from How to Get Away with Murder, was in the play. And oh. it was a play about like South Africa. And the play was so cool. Like you didn't sit in chairs and like uh, watch it. It was interactive. And at the beginning, they were playing like African like music, and everyone was dancing. It was really fun. And then the actor was like walking around. So me and my friend got a selfie with him. The Wes uh-huh. How to Get Away, and then. You could, like, stand up and dance during this play, or you could, like, kind of sit. It was in a really cool, like, hipster. Wow. 
Yeah, that was. I'm glad she invited me. We went for the last night, so it was like the Manchester Film Festival or Cultural Festival or uh, the International. It was the Manchester International Something Festival. How horrible am I? But whatever. You know what? I'm drinking something. So I bought these like gin and tonics. What I thought were gin and tonics. What are they? It's Edinburgh gin, raspberry liqueur, and white wine. Oh my god! What a nice mix. Is it good? It's freaking amazing to uh, oh, Sainsbury's, man. Two pounds. I love Edinburgh Jean stuff. But this is also plus raspberry liqueur and white wine. Oh, that's really good. That sounds like a nice... Six percent alcohol. Well, I'm drinking sparkling water. Well, so am I. <laughs> wow, you have, what, a fridge next to you. No, 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 just two drinks and a chapstick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm watching Jazz. I'm, I'm still, I've been reading this book for like a month because I can't really get back into it. It's about Jack the Ripper and it's called We All Love Jack. Did you finish, it, did you finish the Count of Monte Cristo? Yes, I did. I sent it off to my friend oh, for her to read. God, that that D. It was so good. So good. So good. So good. Oh my God, you eat books rather than... Well, not this one. I have to be really into it. And unfortunately, this one's not working for me. I don't know why. I need to get back into it. I'm having, I'm very stressed lately. I'm, 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 I'll just say I'm moving out and it's really hard for me and I'm stressed and my capacity for anything is like, I told, I had a really good conversation with my sister today for about an hour. She was really helpful. She gave me amazing advice. And one thing, so I said, like, imagine a bucket full of water, even like sloshing out the sides. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where I'm at right now for my stress and emotional capacity. And I, it's like if anyone even just drops another drop in, it's over. You know, yeah. that's how I feel. Um, obviously, it's not. But that's just how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling like I couldn't take anything else. Mm. So she said to me, oh, you know, what are your coping mechanisms? So I'm really lucky. I had a therapist appointment earlier. And then I had to have <laughs> to my sister for an hour for free so that was great <laughs> so today I feel I actually feel a lot better now but um she said you know because there are options there's journaling but I don't know about journaling first of all I can picture myself like being afraid that people would read it even though I know no one would read it but what if I wrote in there something like really personal and then I died and then someone read my journal I that's something that I'm terrified of oh I don't have a journal but I'm scared that it, imagine I wrote something and then I died and I, I just feel like people would read it and laugh at me. And I, I don't know why I feel that. But my therapist said, well, you have an option. Write in a journal, keep it for two days and then burn it. You know what I mean? Burn that piece of paper or throw yeah. it away. So you've got your feelings out. You feel better. Yeah. You can read it once or twice and then just get rid of it. Okay. So that's an option. And then like you can get um, – she told me that there are some like affirmation YouTube videos that you can listen to for like 10 minutes a day that are like – meditation and I was like dude I listen to ASMR every night <laughs> and that makes me go to bed at like midnight and I shouldn't be going to bed at midnight and I don't in the morning I'm too tired but then my sister said um that she has a vial of essential oils in her bag mm. and whenever she's feeling really because I've been having panic attacks yeah to just grab it and sniff it and uh, she's like do you have any and I'm like yeah you sent me some two years ago and I've never used them <laughs> <laughs> so I'll use them now. But um so that was really cool of her and um she gave gave me a little mantra to say and I felt a lot better talking to someone, especially someone who knows me because I can talk to my therapist all day long and say, Oh, this happened and this happened. She doesn't know me. You know, she's yeah. just taking me for my for what I'm saying. But my sister knows me, she's known me forever. And um she she I think it's more like she understands where I'm coming from and she can pull push back and say, Okay, but like 
what about when you do this? Or you know how you do this sometimes? And then you, yeah. you become more self-aware. So yeah. So yeah. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. But you know you can always call me too. I know you. I know I can, and I've utilized you many times. Um, so thank you. But <laughs> yeah. So I don't really want to go into it, but yeah, that is my thing. So big life changes. COVID still happening. But you know what? I mean, I think that um, I think that if we, if we we only have one life, no, and. <laughs> And I've discovered, for example, I'm going to, why am I going to say this to you? Because at the moment I'm reading a lot of uh, comments on Facebook from Argentinian people, especially in the news sites and those things, talking about how they want to leave the country because at the moment it's so, so screw up everything, like from one day to another, the the dollar went... told us, episode six, it was six, right? Or was it five? No, there was the the evaluation of the currency, another one, and it happened like yesterday or the day before yesterday, and so people woke up 35% (gasps) poorer, more poor than they were the night before. Wow. Yes, and now they really have really strong restrictions to get dollars, because basically, (laughs) well, that's it. Well, and the situation is really crappy, because... More than 47% of the people in the country lived from benefits, whereas the other the other half has to work and pay a lot of taxes yeah. to cover for these benefits. So it's financially impossible, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you can't run a country like that. So a lot of people want to live and everybody's like talking how ungrateful you are with your land because you want to leave and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people at the same time is like, yeah, well, but it's time, blah, blah. So uh, what I want to go to is that we only have one life. And Mm -hmm. if we don't do what makes us happy, I, I think that it's kind of like a waste of the life we have. And to be honest, don't you feel that it goes pretty quickly? Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, when you were young and you were like, oh, I'm going to be young forever. I wish I was older. And now I'm like, uh, dude, I'm almost 40. I, but I, I think you're right. And I do. And my sister also said, don't forget, you have a lot to be grateful for. Like, I'm in a good place. I am. I'm I'm housed. I'm working. Nobody's sick. Nobody I know has died. I'm not grieving that. I'm grieving, obviously, other things, but not yeah. somebody. And um. So I kind of have to put that into perspective as well, not to be like, oh, I'm not allowed to be stressed or sad because I have it good. No, that's not what she meant. She meant don't forget to be grateful because you've got a lot of things going for you. So uh, that's kind of I think that needs to be like a mantra of mine if I'm ever really super stressed. But you know what it was? So lately I haven't been sleeping well. Well, I have been sleeping fine, but I'm going to sleep too late because I'm on YouTube or whatever. And then I, you know, I'm like, oh, it's only 1130. Oh, it's only 12. And I have to be up at, you know, 7am every morning. So, so I find myself really tired during the day. So I had a bunch of like diet pop in the fridge, like diet Pepsi and diet Sprite. So Mm -hmm. I don't drink diet Pepsi because the caffeine just kind of sets me over the edge. And so I drink Diet Sprite. But lately, for like the past two weeks, I've been having major panic attacks, but like to the point where I think I can't breathe. And I like sit there and I like move and like pretend to like make my lungs bigger so I can fill them up and it doesn't feel good. I have like shallow breaths. 
So I was like, this is ridiculous. What the hell? So I looked online and I had only taken paracetamol and had that diet spray or 7-Up. So I looked up, does paracetamol make you like have trouble breathing? No. So then I looked, does diet spray? And it was like, apparently, you know, obviously the doctors haven't done a study, but like if there's 5,000 people online on a message board saying that aspartame makes me short of breath, then I can assume that that was it, right? Yeah. So now I'm like, well, I'm not going to have aspartame anymore because if that triggers an anxiety attack and makes me have shortness of breath and headaches, I'm not going to drink it anymore. And in three, two days, I haven't drink it. I haven't t- had to take a paracetamol. So it's like an on, a, a late onset, I don't know, allergy or something to aspartame, which is really weird. No, but you know what is very bad, the aspartame as well. I know. It, it's quite I, it toxic. was a throwback from my keto. So I lost <laughs> a hell of a lot of weight on keto and I've kept it off. So I don't need to go back to that. I don't need to go back to fake you know so it's better for me i'll only drink water now because i won't drink any diet pop and i don't drink full fat pop and i don't drink caffeinated pop so it's like exactly sparkling that's, sparkling that's water forever. sorry and the edit for a gin raspberry liqueur and <laughs> white wine but there's no aspartame in it so no because that's not diet yeah well i have two bottles of diet lemonade in the fridge i need to get rid of i'll just yeah. pour just get rid of everything that well i can't say anything because i have been drinking one bottle of two liters of coca-cola zero every two days i know it's hard i also have a diet dr pepper in the fridge you know how badly i want to drink diet dr pepper i love dr pepper but i'm just gonna have to dump it i don't give it to the kids either a because it's aspartame and b because it's caffeinated yeah no i don't give that to Serafina either but i do drink it in Actually, that's the only thing that takes away my anxiety for something oh, sweet and my cravings for something <laughs> sweet. Exactly. So what am I going to replace it with now? Do I have no, to you don't really have to, you don't have to, to stop to. drinking and eating just, sweet things? No, it's got an effect on me because, like, I remember one time I had just had Alma. No, I was back to work, so it was like Alma was one and I was working far away. Like, it was like an hour and a half drive. And I was sitting at my desk and I ate like a peach. Yeah. And then like, my whole face from my like nose down went really red and puffy. So I was like having an allergy. Wow. To and my throat was closing up. And I was like, this is weird. So I made the great decision to get in my car and drive home for an hour and a half. And I remember just like holding my mouth open and making sure I was breathing in and out. It was so random. I was like, oh, am I, I'm just having an anxiety attack. Then when I got home, I was like, what is this? And apparently you can be allergic to like the fuzz on a peach. Oh, like my throat was closing while I was driving. Why didn't you go to Hosum? I took a, I took a anti, um, yeah, uh, antihistamine. Yeah. And it was better. So now I literally won't eat any furry fruit because that's terrible. It's like, what is going to happen in the end? I'm only going to be able to have like rice, which fine. Rice and soy sauce, bring it on. (laughs) Let's move to Japan then and eat sushi all day, please. If I could go to Japan tomorrow, I would. You know, there's a Disneyland oh, in Japan. Cool. I I only know that they have these cherry trees that they Cherry bloom. They, they bloom. Have them in so someone must have brought a crap load of them to Vancouver. On every side street, all you'll see is cherry blossom trees. Okay, but it gets okay, them okay. all over your car. The image I have is these blossom trees and at the end, these big pagoda kind of temple. With Japan. that... Uh, architecture that is just mind blowing, and then mountains in the back. You know what I mean? It's just, it's I know. a picture. It's not just a cherry tree. It's just everything together. The people, and, people there, they generally are polite and friendly, 
and not dangerous in any way. Like the country's so not dangerous. You don't have to be worried. I mean, I'm sure you have to take precautions. I don't know, but people are friendly and, you know, obviously my number one, sushi in Disneyland and Hello Kitty. <gasps> oh, I know. It's like my dream. I should have been Japanese. Mind you, I, I really want to go to Japan. Like, I think that after all this COVID thing gets, I, I know that it's never going to be over, but no. at least it gets control, under control, yeah, and we can move a little bit more freely again. Mm-hmm. I would love to. That, that'll be my first place to go, you know, yeah. like. I can't die without seeing that. It's just, oh, totally. it's on my bucket list. It's, it's four, one. though, and I'm scared of flying now for some reason, so. Oh, me, me too. Every time I get in a plane, I get anxiety, and Luis always falls asleep, and they're like, I'm going to with him, so it's just me. Just shaking, like, oh, I'm dying. Every time we go through turbulence, I will just, like, honestly, I, know. I bury my nails under the, the handles <laughs> on the seat, and... And I kind of like bite my tongue because I'm like, mm, I mean, you I know. know, like, wake me up. It's real. I mean, it's it's fine. I'm still alive, you know. Did I tell but you I, I watch don't... plane crash videos on YouTube constantly? I'm obsessed with them. No, I haven't been doing that, and I'm no, never I am. Do that. Why are you doing that? Because these people remake like what happened in like famous plane crashes, and it's like really well done. And there's two things about it. Number one, it's terrifying, but number two, it shows you how these planes crashed. And normally it's either pilot error or there was something wrong with the plane. They're all in like the 90s and the 2000s. There's none recent except for uh, Malaysian, no, the German wings and the two Malaysian flights, the one that went missing and the one that that they shot down over Ukraine, fucking Russians. But anyway, um, Mm -hmm. so those are the only recent ones. Oh, and a lot of them, everyone survives. The pilots are such great pilots that they figure it out. Like, the wing will fall off, and these pilots still land a plane. I don't know how. My, they, they're really good. I hope they got a pay rise after that. Well, there was one, and it was a Russian flight, and it was, like, in 1989, and the pilot's kids were on board. And so he said, and it was the 80s. So he said, let's bring my kids up so they can pretend to fly. So the little girl was like, do 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 And then he's like, okay, put the boy on. And it's not the boy's fault whatsoever, but the kid was like flying the plane. They turned off the autopilot so the kid per- could pretend to fly the plane, and then it crashed. Oh! Did everyone they killed die? everybody. Yes. Oh my god! I mean, it was the eighties, and let's be completely honest, it was Russia. So, um, <laughs> I, I mean, so. But still, I mean, I know. N- negli- negli- yeah, but they're all dead. They're all dead. And yeah, poor mother, poor mother has to now live with the husband and the kids dead because, and she, well, she only knows what those black boxes. I don't know how I feel about black boxes. How the hell do they survive into the bottom of the ocean? How do they get them out? Or are they like saved onto the cloud? Why didn't put the same protection to the entire fucking plane and maybe we'll survive in a black box? Well, I don't, <laughs> I'm wondering if the data from a black box can now be like put into a cloud. You'd hope so. Kind of like the Grenfell files. Oh, well, watch out, because it might get you raised, mate. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why they can't just, I don't know if, like, black box, docu- like, documentation, content is now uploaded into cloud. You'd assume so. And if not, oh, what yeah. the fuck? I'm going to copyright it tomorrow. <laughs> like, hurry up, hurry up. Jesus Christ. Maybe you can uh, do no, your life. Fine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> anyway, but, uh. 
Oh, we didn't even tell people what they're listening to, and it's been... Oh, sorry. You're listening to OK Sorry But. Find us at OKSorryButt.com. You'll find all our socials there. I'm D. She's J. Okay, good enough. Woo-hoo. Anyway. um, Hey, we have a question. Oh, nice. We have a listener up. question. It's a two-part question. I'm happy to answer the first part with you. And uh, as I just admitted, I'm moving out of my house. So I the second part, I can I can probably pull on some, some old advice. But uh, this is the question. How do you deal with an aggressive anti-vaxxer? Number one. Number two, how do you get in the mood if hubby is moody and temperamental? No, talk to him about it answers, please. Asking for a friend. I think this person's asking for themselves, but that's okay. Okay, I have an answer for number one. How do you uh, deal with an aggressive anti-vaxxer? You delete them off social media. You don't answer their phone calls. You don't talk to them anymore because their kid is going to get you sick. I walk away. And if I have them in front of my face, I'll be like, oh, you're going to die. Have, bitch, turn have you around, watched, walk away. Wait, have you ever watched um, Black Mirror? Yes, I have. Did you see the one where the girl is dating some guy and then she gets pregnant and then she like blocks him in real life? And whenever he's looking for her, all he can see is like a shadow over her? Yes, 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 yes. I was did. that not crazy? Oh, that was in the one, the three part. That was in the one with the hot guy from fucking Mad Men. What's his name? Um, ah, I know the tall star. Oh, I am obsessed with him. So it's the three parter. So it's like a Christmas story, which is that's the one. It's Christmas, and the guy's stuck in a loop. Remember, but he remember he um he tries to see the woman, and then he can't see the baby either because she's blocked him from the baby. Yeah, that's such a good episode. It's like. What's his name? It's scary. I wouldn't do that. I mean, I feel like it's, um, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Like, I know that things didn't work out and maybe you don't want him near, but. John Ham. John Ham. Oh, God. He could ham me anytime. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He could join me too. No, I'm kidding. I am not going to block you. (laughs) But he, yeah, um, that's what I would do, but in like the literal sense, block cancel them they're canceled don't talk to them anymore because a if their kid comes around yours or you they could get you sick and b there's no reasoning with them once they've crossed that line into anti-vax territory i found that it's really hard to get people back they are really set in their ways and um they refuse to listen to reason or science so i think at that point it's cancel them completely out of your life you don't need that in your life no and to be fair i am not looking to win or lose something so i wouldn't even argue with them you know like no 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 because you'll never win like even if you gave them a piece of paper that like seventy five thousand doctors said vaccines are good for you you know they'd be like oh you know uh, that's paid pharma so fuck off i can't (laughs) literally yeah I, i wish we could go into detail but my answer is cancel them Yes, walk away, walk away from that situation because I've noticed that they're quite aggressive, you know what I mean? Because they're trying to impose Mm -hmm. you to believe that that's a possibility and that they're completely right. But as we were speaking last time in the other podcast, knowledge is fucking power. So, and they're delusional, they have no sense of anything it's delusion and i can't they're gonna get a cheap through a vaccine <laughs> no they're 
going to get autism or their kid. They think that anything that happens to their kid is a vaccine injury. If their kid has an ingrown toenail, they'll be like, oh, that's from that, you know, the hepatitis B vaccine. It's like, no, it's because the toenail didn't, you know what I mean? Like just stupid shit. They will blame everything. One time I looked at the, there's this list. So when someone thinks they have a vaccine injury, they send something into a thing called VAERS. I don't know, V-A-E-R-S. And that's like the list of vaccine injuries i think it might be only us but it might cover the world mm-hmm. and some of them so anyone could submit something oh God. so on the list some of them are sunburn oh my god so these so people are sending in these things saying my kid has dandruff because they got a vaccine so it's delusion they're out of they're not that in reality they're nice. not rooted in reality yeah that's not knowledge that's lack of that's no, it, it, yes. it's not even ignorance because when you when i say ignorance i think people don't know any better but these people know better and they choose to believe it's not even believe they them. choose to like devolve into yeah, i don't it's even like know. when you're a fan mm-hmm. you become an ignorant because you're a fan of something and you're without sad. even fun fun fundament or anything like that it's just you're a fan so there you yeah, go exactly yeah. crazy shit Exactly. And okay, so I think we're very clear on how we feel about anti-vax people. Yeah. Um, second, how do you get in the mood if hubby is moody and temperamental? I think what they're asking is how do you get your husband in the mood or like how do you instigate intimacy if your partner, it doesn't always have to be your husband, if your partner is moody and temperamental. Okay. So I, I know you have strong feelings about this. Um, okay, if you try to get him in the mood to have sex and he's moody. What? How the hell do you get turned on with that kind of humor? You know, like, it will put me off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going through something. He might need his space. I am not going to try to get anything from that situation. If it's something, I'll just walk away and give him his space you know because it's like when you are in a bad mood it will be temporary it it won't stay forever so it's just yeah i i I mean i i wouldn't put myself in that situation of trying to yeah engage with him when he's being like that it's more a case of letting him be and get over it and then just when everything is fine just fine let's talk again but um, yeah. You'd leave him to simmer in the corner until he's, you know, ready to talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give him his space. And besides, I just think how would I like to be treated mm-hmm. in the same situation, you know? I'm, I have always kind of like that thinking when I'm with, with someone. I wouldn't do you something that you don't like to be yeah. done. Yeah. And... I will expect the same from you. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, just give him his space and yeah, come back when he's happier. Nice. <laughs> because sex is going to be way better. Well, I don't know. Sometimes it's better when he's angry. Well, mm, <laughs> not him. If it's, Sorry. If it's, Sometimes it's better when you're both angry, not just him. Reconciliation sex. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. know. I wouldn't remember. It's been a long time. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, we promised we'd be honest. Here we are. Um, so I, so thanks for that. I, I don't really have any ideas. I think I agree. If, if they're not in the mood, 
let them not be in the mood. You know, there are things that you can do uh, for yourself that you don't need, you know, just, yeah, exactly. You don't, don't grovel. No, no. And don't beg. Yeah. Like, don't, yeah. And if if you ask or try to instigate and you're told no, you're brutally rebuffed, don't try again for a while. You know, because that's going to make your self-esteem drop to the floor. And I don't think that's something anyone needs right now. And I think at this moment in time, from the over the past eight months, we can't expect anything from anyone. I don't. I think all expectations have had to go out the window. It's been really rough for everyone. Yeah, it's tough. But I don't know. I try also not to engage with other people more because doesn't it happen to you that when your other not not your half but your partner is in a bad mood, it kind of like puts you as well in a bad yeah, mood or something. Absolutely. So, but a long time ago, I decided that it wouldn't affect me I said no why has to affect me why do I have to be in a bad mood if he's been moody like mm-hmm. so at the same time yeah it's just trying not to engage with the situation yeah if somebody's having problems with drugs let's say mm-hmm. will you get involved just because they are there you know what I mean like yeah 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 no let them be you know like you you wouldn't get there so I no. don't know maybe it's not the best example but anyway <laughs> No, exactly. No, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thanks for that. And I hope that um, listener uh, who listened to that and not necessarily loved it, but listened to it. Um, just a, we've got four ratings on on uh, Apple. IP, uh, Apple. Yeah. At the moment. All five star. Wow. Um, and, well, two of them are you and I. Oh. So two people rated us. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask everyone to just give us a little rating. Why not? Even if you hate it, give us a one. I don't care. Um, but if, I mean, five would, four, five would be better. But um, yeah, we just wanted to, I just wanted to remember, you know, let you know that. And we do have social media pages. Like, you know, visit and like them. Um, I am pretty, normally I'm pretty active on, or we are pretty active on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we've got other shit going on. So it's yeah. not to be 24 seven. Um, but, uh, pretty soon, um, I've lined up, lined us up a guest. I'm not going to give any info cause, uh, I don't know when it's going to be, but it's a colleague of mine and he's really, really interesting. He's going to have some amazing stories. I won't. Yeah. So, um, Ooh. no, like even weirder stories than mine. Like he, yeah, I flew to Honduras during a military coup, but this guy has done even more. You know what wow. I mean? Like, you know, when you think of people like, yeah. So, and I mean, that's not, that doesn't define me that I did that, but it's pretty fucking crazy that I still Ooh, went. Really but I looking went. forward to it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I want to ask you something, listeners, because that's something that I asked Dee the other day, and she thought it would be a great idea to ask you guys. How do you keep positive? How do you create things to look forward to? Like, honestly, okay, sorry, but we need help sometime, and I think that it would be nice to hear you telling us how you managed to cope with everything and yeah what keeps you going i mean don't get us wrong we don't want to kill ourselves we are not that crazy no we are not that um not crazy sorry i'm um there's people that um have issues with that um we are not that deep down depressed sort of thing um we just would like to hear your thoughts and at the same time I think it's quite therapeutical to let it all out so 
Mm-hmm. Come along to our social media or our blog and let us know how. How do you? Yeah. How are you? How? What's making you happy these days? Because yeah. I go. I think I need to even step off Twitter for a while because have you heard? Well, there's been some news uh, in the U.S. where it's like when you think of news coming from the U.S., you think, oh, fuck, what now what? But this is really like near and dear to my heart for many reasons. Number one, I have like a feel like a kinship with with these migrants coming from Central America. I've been there. It's not great. And people will say like, oh, they're just economic migrants. So they're not, you know, fleeing persecution. They're not fleeing danger, blah, blah, blah. But they're fleeing a really crappy country where their government is taking advantage of them and they are in poverty. They cannot make a living. I don't see how that is a bad thing. And like I said, borders are man-made. They they were never there before. So, and also in Central and South America, the Incans and the Mayans were very self-sufficient. They were like the most powerful empires before yeah. they were eradicated. So, yeah. have some goddamn respect, you know? Yeah. That's what I'd like to say. Like these people are descend- descendants of some of the most powerful, influential, brilliant people who like created water conduits or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I don't I know if you've seen yeah. the show. In Mexico, have you seen what they've done? Like they, they created the most random stuff with absolutely no technology. Yeah. And yeah, people can say like, oh, they, but they, you know, killed children to give them to the gods. But I listened to a podcast, BBC History Extra, and it wasn't necessarily like that. Mm-hmm. Um, being sacrificed was like a, an honor for yourself. Yeah, for them, yeah. Yeah, so you'd like, some people were chosen by birth, so if like their parents were, let's say, super powerful or super smart or super spiritual, then they would like offer their child, you know, which is still disgusting and terrifying, but, but it's, it's the like they were grabbing kids off the street to, to no, kill. It's the same concept behind baptizing someone. Yeah, exactly. Thank so. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think we should have some respect for these people, uh, just as we should for, you know, Egyptians, Middle Eastern, these people, uh, Russian people, you know, the <laughs> Russian public, it's you know, these, these people, we, we like to think that, you know, UK and the US are the powerhouses here, but <laughs> I mean, first of all, the US, there's no such thing as an American or there wasn't yeah. 200 years ago. So, and the, the, uh, First Nations people were doing just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And they had come up with their own stuff, too. I mean, we've learned so much from them. But so these Central Americans, the economic migrants, I don't see an issue with that. And people like, fine, you let them in your house. It's like, bitch, I did. I married one, you know, and I've been to there and they let me in their house. So why the fuck wouldn't I let them in my house? Number one. Second, there's been a whistleblower nurse at one of the ICE buildings or whatever it's called that are housing these economic migrants from South America, uh, Central America, excuse me, that is claiming um, or alleging that there are doctors performing hysterectomy, full hysterectomies on women in there who don't speak English, don't understand what's going on. And it's an act of like genocidal aggression. It, yeah. it, it, it's the UN. It's in like a war crimes list, There's no like the Geneva Convention or something. If this is true, then oh I don't even. God. If that's true, first of all, I doubt anything will happen in the U.S. Sadly, mm. but secondly, something has to happen. I'm sick of sitting here letting this. These people have been in cages for three years. They yeah. don't know where their kids are. Apparently, their kids are just sent off to American families as foster kids. Oh my God! It's disgusting. Gosh. 
And when, when people say, oh, it's like a concentration camp and other people get offended. Well, no, it is. It's just a different type. I'm just, I'm speechless because I don't have anything good to say. And it kind of makes me really sad to know mm-hmm. that whatever happened in Second World War, 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 oh my God. Yeah, world War. Got it, girl. Yeah. My, you know, my family in Italy could not say world. Uh, so they came to visit us and they were like, Wall, Wall, and we would laugh. I'm so rude. We were just little shits. And they couldn't say squirrel. They'd be like, squirrel, squirrel. And we'd laugh and we were so rude. But I can't say war, war. But it's world like war. World war. war. Yeah, world just say it slowly. Yeah, yeah, so we are repeating back this. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, we don't learn from our fucking But nobody's mistakes. doing anything about it. It's the same situation again. Exactly the same situation again. But this time, there's no fire. Until, until, it, until it directly affects another country, nobody's going to do anything about it. And it's disgusting. I wish there was something. How can we do anything other than donate? You know, I could donate money, fine. But I, That's you know. That's not going to sort the issue. No. No, I, I feel like going down and breaking into these freaking buildings and letting the women out. But yeah, right, I get shot. <laughs> we will get dead. I don't want to die. I mean, I am, um, yeah, I don't want to die yet. <laughs> Although no, COVID-19 but, might kill me very soon. Well, if at I, least it's COVID-19 keep... and you're not in an ICE detention center, right? Yeah. You're taken away from you. We do have to be thankful. You're right. Or you're not in a Syrian camp, a refugee camp that are still oh, sitting. No. Uh, don't get me wrong. I every time I wake up in the morning, I I thank to the universe for having a house, for having my garden, for having a work. For... I'm getting rid of my garden. I'm not going to have a garden. But you know what? I'm moving from like a five-bedroom home into a three-bedroom apartment. I'm so excited. It's so easy to clean. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm so excited. And to manage. Yeah. But anyway, go on. So, yeah, I mean, speechless about that. I really hope it's not true. And if it's true, I hope um, that people will raise and fight for it. Raise a bus, man. Raise a ruckus. Get those people out of this it's it's so bad and like you know all those pro-life people in the uk uh us oh babies you know babies are born and yet they're taking their you know the uterus out of these women yeah disgusting and that's fine because they're central america it's, it's fine america. because they have brown skin it's yeah just double moral double moral immoral like, yeah and double moral when you are i mean that's something in language barrier <laughs> When you have double standards. Of yeah, double morals. standard, yeah, 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 yeah. But morals, yeah, I get it, okay. You know, it's just like... Double morals, good one. Yeah, that's a word you say. In a sentence tomorrow, just like in Clueless. Did you ever watch Clueless? Yes. You know, when she's sitting with Ty and they're reading a book, and then she's like, let's learn one word a day, and then we have to use it in a sentence. My work is sporadically. <laughs> oh, that movie. oh, my God, too well, much. Have I you seen you Paul have... Kim Kardashian world was um, literally, literally. Okay, have you seen Paul Rudd in that thing that I posted on Facebook for, like, New York? So do you know who Paul Rudd is? He's the stepbrother slash boyfriend of yes, Cher. Yes, yes, yes. He's the Ant-Man. He is, again, hotter now than yes. he was then. That guy just got He made a deal with the devil. Him and Gillian Anderson have made deals with the devil. Maybe they're drinking ad- 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 adenochrome or whatever the kids want. <laughs> It's a pizza parlor. There you go. Oh. Call me. Invite solved me to it. the party, please. We've solved it. 
I'm going to go to the police. I'm going to phone the police now and say, I'm going to phone the Manchester police, 999, and say, guess what? I figured it out. (laughs) Paul Rudd and Jillian Anderson are drinking kids' blood on Epstein Island or whatever. Oh, God. They probably said the the crazy people for me (laughs) with a straight jacket. Like, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I will go with you. (laughs) Two weeks in a padded room? Oh. But uh, but yeah. So, uh, anything you want to be thankful for other than the basics that we don't? Um, I am thankful for um having found peace with myself and managed to lose weight finally, girl. To understand that, I mean, I don't know what clicked in my head, but something must have because. It's once when, once you start losing weight and you can see the difference, you can't stop. I have an issue because I'm I'm looking myself into a mirror and I don't see myself. I saw it in that picture you sent me. Yeah, but I I don't see it, so I think I might be going through some distortion image or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I but I am conscious of this, you know, like I I I know that that's wrong that there must be something going on there but I don't really know what to do you know like because what am I going to speak with a therapist and they're going to try to revert that image of me hypnotist yes <laughs> do it I got hypnotized to quit smoking and two hours after I had a cig <laughs> I, like, ah. I felt like it was going to work I'm not going to be that I'm was, not, not going to lie I was like half in of in con like it was so random. I was like in and out of consciousness. I could hear her talking, but like I didn't know she was there. It was so weird. And then when she left, I was like, oh my god, I like don't even think about smoking. And Simon had been away, and then he came back. He was on like a trip, and I went to meet him at a pub. And I was like, well, I might as well. <laughs> was, like, that was money was well spent, my friend. That was like forty pounds, but still, yeah, I know. Well, maybe I will. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's very. I don't see it very um, as something dangerous. But yeah, I. I think I am. A, I mean, I know I've lost weight, but yes, the image on the mirror is clothes bigger. I can fit. I fit in clothes yeah. that I That's haven't you used need from the time I went to New York. You so need I'm, to take I'm, the clothes that are big and either get rid of them or put them in your yoga room or whatever that thing is and just forget about them they're they're that those don't fit you anymore those that's not what you look like anymore that's that's not you anymore well it's maybe at the same time it's because i haven't been doing too much exercise so everything that I'm saying, if you get rid of the big clothes and you don't have to look at them anymore you'll notice that you're going down and down and down in size yeah i need to buy new clothes. no you don't you're fine do not I spend don't have clothes it's I just threw away people. everything. So everything is size 18, and I think that now I'm size 16 because... <gasps> oh, girl! I'm telling you, I fit in the jeans that I bought in New York uh, when I went in 2016. Wow, good for you. That's before yeah. Serafina, so... 2016 when you got upgraded to business oh, class? Oh, yes. Fucking yes. Thank Love you, it. British Airways. Business that's... class the best thing that's ever happened to me. I've only flown it twice but the one time was the worst because remember the baby was crying the whole time that was the worst flight of my life and i'm pissed because we paid for it but the one to the one back from Australia, i could i couldn't believe the opulence 
and just oh, business. Oh my god, I was like, where are I? You know, I, said, I was like, wow. I said to Louis, I can't believe how sad it is to be freaking poor because look what I'm missing. I am did you guys go? Glory. Did you go upstairs on the plane? No, on the second floor? We were already upstairs. Oh, my mom got upgraded to first to business class on one flight back from here because she's an older lady by herself. They're going to upgrade her. I was like, you, you paid. You used your points or no? No, you got upgraded for free. It was for free. I went to the door. I had a fight with my husband because he wanted to have a beer, of course. And I didn't because it was time to board the the plane. And he was like, we are not going to miss the plane. And I said, you know what? You stay here. I'm going to freaking New York for two weeks. Yeah. So I left him in the bar and I went to the gate. When I got to the gate, he wasn't there. And we were already boarding the bus to get into yeah. the, the yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So when it was my turn, I, I hand over my, my flying ticket. The guy was yeah. like, oh, you have been upgraded to business. And to be honest, I didn't understand what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understood business and i thought oh well they gave me a whole seat for myself you yeah, know? yeah 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 so i was like thinking oh well i'm gonna have a whole seat for myself but i wasn't thinking that i was gonna be actually in business like yeah, yeah, i thought yeah, i yeah. was gonna be in economy yeah and because for me in spanish business is first class but first class here in english yeah. is even higher yeah so yeah. i did it I didn't understand, you know, I was like, whatever, what the fuck. I got there, I got in the plane, and I was looking for the scene, and I was like, number three, and I was like, what? What? And Louis was at the bar, and I started texting him saying, and they gave me champagne and everything. I know. And I texted him saying, I got upgraded, I'm in the plane, I'm fucking going to New York, I don't know where you are, and, and he goes like, no, wait for me, where are you? Oh, I'm at the gate, oh, I got upgraded too, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh. It was just me. <laughs> oh, man, but I remember being on the bar, in the plane, <sighs> drinking while everyone was sleeping, and because, like I said, the first class all the stewards and stewardesses were off because their first class clients were sleeping. They were literally holding my child and playing with her oh. while I got wasted on Chambord and champagne. Oh, gosh. And I was the oh. only one there. Everyone else was sleeping. I was pissed off that I didn't get to sleep. Don't get me wrong. I was goddamn tired. But whatever. Next best thing. I had this uh, steward coming over and going through the fucking menu with I know. me I about know. what I wanted to I know. eat. And Order I was like... Oh, I was like, do you treat all of your customers like this? And she no. was like, we do in business. And I was like, oh, 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 I think oh, oh, like, why am I oh. so poor? <laughs> oh, you got it. You know what? It's like a once in a lifetime thing, isn't it? You know Let what I mean? Let me tell you, I never felt any turbulence in that trip. Yeah, because you're lying down and you're sleeping. So maybe there's something maybe there's wrong with Just the end people. of the plane? No, yes. you know what? It's oh the God. people at the back. The the wing is like, <laughs> and the people at the front are like, ah. Oh. Oh, when, when we came back, we weren't upgraded, and that was the worst return ever. Seven hours, isn't it? It's seven hours. I think yeah. it was almost eight hours. It's, it's not what? Too long. It's eight hour, uh, eight or nine. I don't really remember. Maybe nine hours to fly to Vancouver direct. And it's seven hours to fly to the other side of Canada, Ottawa. So how is it 
eight or nine, how is it only like two more? And it's 11 hours to fly to LA. Oh, yeah. Which is, LA is across the country. So, but you have to. 11 hours to LA. Yeah, you fly over Greenland, then like down past Vancouver and down the West Coast. It's 11 hours. But how, why is it? I think because when they fly from the UK, from Europe to New York, they can't just go straight across the, 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 the or Atlantic. So they have to do that thing again. They go up Greenland. I think they need to like fly over, over as much land as they have to. I could be making this up, but that's what I think. Oh, maybe we can just search it up later on. If it flew straight across. Yeah, I thought it was quite straight, but now you say like yeah, it's like eight, seven, eight hours almost. There. Yeah, and it's nine to Vancouver, which is on the other side. And if you fly from like New York to Vancouver, it's five hours. So how does that work? It's because they go up and around, I think. Oh, okay. I'm we'll not sure. That. Yeah. But oh, oh my god, pilot, let us know if you're that I, pilot from Ohio. Let us know. I wish you all listeners to be upgraded to business class once in your lifetime. First class, when she showed me what it was, it's exactly the same as business, except you have a room around you. But in business, you can put your thing up. So business is good enough because I think first class is like 10 grand, like more. Oh, my God. It's like outrageous. And no one ever gets upgraded to first class they get upgraded to business one time I was flying home from Canada by myself and I went to check in and um I was like please let me be upgraded please let me be upgraded so the lady was such a cow but whatever she was like oh you you don't have we don't have a seat for you yet and I was like what like oh my god I'm like I have to fly back today she's like yeah it's fine we just don't have a seat so I was doing something and someone from uh British Airways was standing there and he said don't worry that usually means you'll be upgraded and I was like Uh what I was like, oh my god! So I was like, Where texting are you? Like, I'm gonna go upgrade on. No. So then they called me. They were like, Danielle, I'm sorry, D, come <laughs> up to the thing. And I was like, uh, hi, like, hello, everybody, hello. And she was like, here's your ticket. And my ticket was like 28C. I was like, oh, why did you do this? And it was right when everyone was boarding. So it's not like it was like an hour before. I was like, I don't have a ticket. I don't have a seat. What's going to happen? What's going on? I was thinking like, okay, I can go back to my sister's house and stay there one more night. And, you know, thinking they didn't have a seat for me. Yeah. They, and not only did they give me a seat, it was like, you know, when there's two seats on either side and then four in the middle. Yeah. Like in the middle of the four. Oh no, that's the worst. And with a wall behind me, a wall behind me separating. No, I was in uh, economy plus, separating economy plus from economy, so I couldn't put my seat back. But the guy in front of me could. <laughs> like, this is the worst seat ever. I would have at least gotten an aisle seat because I pee every five minutes. I kept having to climb over people. I'm like, I'm really sorry. They gave me the wrong seat. Oh, my God. That's and when I got funny. it, I, was like, I thought I was getting upgraded. The lady beside me was like, sorry. She must have laughed in your fucking she's old. face. No, she's old and very nice. Oh, but okay. I was like, bitch, don't talk to me right now. No, you sent me to hell. That's so rude. <laughs> Literally, like, I didn't drink anything the whole flight because I was like, I know I'm going to have to just wee every five seconds. But that was, my, that was the first and only time I ever got upgraded in flight. You won't now with Finney. No offense. I won with Finney. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Unless I pay for. So if you're ever like flying to Spain or something by yourself. Well, there won't. There's no upgrades on those. No. It's cheap. I have to fly by myself to either yeah. America, some part of America. Yeah. Canada or Australia. I mean, away from Europe. Yeah. Well, so. good luck. Good luck with that. Mm. Oh, 
Let's just think about next month, okay? Your birthday. We're going to have a party, everyone, just an FYI. No one else is invited because we're going to keep it to six. But, um, (laughs) yeah, and we're trying to get some guests on if you're interested. You know what? Send us an email. We'll talk to – not talk to anyone. That doesn't sound – because Mumi, she was great. Yeah. Right? And and she had something to say. But, um, yeah, you know, let's cultivate some guests. Let's do things here and there. I've been pushing – Jay to do one on her own about you know in Spanish so that people can because honestly it, it, it would be really bad. I had Alma yesterday saying, "How do you say this? How do you say that? How do you say this? How do?" You? And I was pretty good. Then she said, "Wall." How do you say wall? I totally forgot. Pared. Pared. Oh my god! Of course. <laughs> well, that was the only one I didn't know. She's like, "How do you say door?" And awesome. then she radiator. She was, "How do you say radiator?" And I was like, "Radiador." Is it's that right? Super. Okay, no, but it's not. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I made that one up. But no, because we were reading Adora book. Oh, well, how come your very British daughter wants to learn Spanish and your half Argentinian daughter. Half Honduran son. And the half Honduran son doesn't speak any Spanish and is not even interested in any Spanish word. How, How come? I don't get that. I don't know. But the very British one. Yes. She loves that. And she'll say stuff too. She's so cute. She's a blueprint of you. I know. She's me. Like, honestly. She's me. She's a copycat. (laughs) But she's a strong, independent woman. I'm proud. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah. Uh, She doesn't listen at school. but Anyway, she's getting in trouble. But she's four. I don't care. As long as she's out of my house, I don't care. For the day. (laughs) During the day. During the day. Yes. But anyway, so um, things to be thankful for. We've got. You said you were losing weight, so good on you, sis. For me, I'm excited about buying little trinkets from a new place. And that's literally what I'm – so before this call, I went to Sainsbury's, and, like, all the housewares, 40% off. I was like, this is perfect timing. <laughs> I got the stuff that I need, but I've also ordered Dante, like, a loft bed. So, like, the – Oh, yeah, a, a banker. It's like a banker a bed. Bunk, a but nothing on the bottom. So he can, oh, put, his okay. pia- he can put his piano, you know, of course. Yeah. Um, and so that's exciting because he deserves new stuff. Like that kid never gets anything new. You know what I mean? He like just, he never asked me for anything. He doesn't yeah. do, you know, so, uh, I've told him I can, um, we'll do his room up so and it's exciting. A and C are going to sleep together? Yes. Oh, how is that going to work out? Sleep kids. Not my problem. And like I said, what? Drop of water in that bucket, <laughs> and I am. Going to, oh, I, I don't care. They well done. The, sleep on the couch. I can sleep on the kitchen table. I don't care. I am offering the basic necessities of life, and if they want to complain about it, I don't care. And let me tell you, you are offering them more room than anyone else in exactly. a single mom I know. situation would yeah. be able to offer. So. Yeah, they better calm down and be thankful yeah. for that. I know, I know, I know. But anyway. <laughs> oh, so yeah. yeah. You're thankful about that. And what else? I don't know. I've just had a lot of fun with that. That's like got me out of um, stressing. It's just like, oh, you know, this is cute. And even like down to like hand towels. And um, I, I'm, tr- I'm not. I'm trying not to overspend because I don't want to get into debt and then have to worry about paying that down. So I'm just. And when. And when I do, I'll just buy it, buy it then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, fine. You have to be careful also with what you're spending on everything. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well. That, that's me. Well, it's going to be fine. It's going to yeah. be fine. 
It's gonna be fine. It is fine. I know it's all fine. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But yeah, so I think we will sign off for the evening. Um, I gotta get some kids to bed. Not Alma, obviously she's asleep, but the other one. So, um, yeah, it was great talking to you. Again, apologies, listeners, we were a day late, but girl, we're busy. And uh, <laughs> next week, we'll do Wednesday next week, and hopefully we'll have a guest. Yes, we will. And awesome. we will keep talking about our feelings. Oh, this is so therapeutic, honestly. Um, it's the best. It's the best. I really need this time in the week to just talk about how I feel. And Yeah, yeah absolutely. So thank you for listening to us. And uh, don't forget to visit our social media uh, pages. Don't forget to rate us on um, either Spotify or Apple. And please email us, okaysorrybut at gmail.com. You can ask us stuff. You can ask us to Let's discuss. Pen yeah, yeah, we'll be pen pals, um, but I won't reply. <laughs> uh, but then, um, yeah, any questions you have, if you want any advice or if you just um, – Want to tell us what you're doing to keep yourself uh, fulfilled and happy through this crappy ass time? Yes, it'll be great. Yeah. So we'll see you next week then. Yes, we will. Bye. Have and thank a great you. Night. Mwah. Mwah.